Welcome to our Wednesday evening Bible study for April 22nd. And greetings in the name of our risen Savior, Jesus Christ. Let us begin our time together in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. May God's peace be with you all. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for your word and your risen Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, we ask that your word be meaningful to us and that we interpret your word correctly. While we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, we thank you for your forgiveness and the guidance through your Holy Spirit that leads us to forgive others. Lord, in these present times that are both confusing and at times frightening, please pour out your blessings and peace on all of us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, in preparation for this Bible study, I did a Google search. And here is exactly what I typed in the search bar. What is the Word of God? Question mark. And I hit search. The reason I type this in is because the Bible study is about the Word of God. And no, I don't routinely rely on Google to answer my faith-based theological questions. I just did this out of curiosity. If you've got plenty of time on your hands and you get bored, give it a shot. I don't believe you will run out of results. Oh, by the way, it returned 1.49 billion results in 0.5 seconds. I think I will rely on the following verse from 2 Timothy, 3rd chapter, verses 16 and 17. Here is a reading from 2 Timothy. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. This leads us into the scripture that I base this study on, and it is found in a, the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, verses 10 and 11. Here is the reading from Isaiah. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth, and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower, and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. What are you and I to make of those two verses? What would these verses have meant to the original audience? And what do they mean for us? Verses 10 and 11 have the same overall structure of a comparison. Verse 10 gives the example, while verse 11 makes the application. The comparison is between rain and snow and God's word. The point of the comparison is that both are effective. In this way, God assures his people in exile that his promises will be realized and that they will indeed return to Judah. His word is steadfast and true. This is a very short explanation of what it meant to the audience at the time. 
Now let's explore my attempt to see how this applies to us today. You and I are made in God's image. You might ask how I know that. Well, it comes from God's word as found in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verses 26 and 27. Let me just read those for us so we can hear the words and ponder on them for a second. Here's the reading from Genesis. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image and in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. He created them. Let's fast forward from Isaiah, about 700 years. We get a clearer definition of what it means to be created in God's image and how we live into that. When God came to earth in human form in the person named Jesus, he began teaching on a new type of kingdom that was very different from the existing culture at the time. Sadly, that new kingdom model is still very difficult for us to live into. But we give thanks that through God's word and Jesus' instructions, we have examples of what to do. When Jesus said, feed my sheep, in the book of John, chapter 21, he was actually speaking to Peter, but he is also speaking to you and me. His directive to Peter and Peter's friends, the other apostles, was to share the good news of the kingdom that God was bringing. How can we do that today? Apostles are chosen by God to show others the surprising generosity and love of Jesus. I am reminded that in part of our Lutheran confession, we say these words. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. What does this have to do with sharing the good news of the kingdom, you might ask? Well, if you think about it, we share our thoughts, our words, and our deeds every day. If our mind is thinking kingdom thoughts, our words will express that, and our actions will show that. Where does our basis for kingdom-building thoughts, words, and deeds come from? I believe from God's Word. If we truly are, and I believe we are, created in the image of God and meant to be co-rulers with God, we need to share His Word with all of our neighbors. I want to give you a few personal examples of how sharing God's Word can bear fruit. Having been created by God in his image and I asked by Jesus and asked by Jesus to participate in his kingdom is truly humbling and my stories are intended to give him all the honor and glory. Back in early 2018, a high school friend of mine and I reconnected via Facebook and we started having conversations about faith. I shared with him some of my faith practices and what I am about to read is several of his responses. He apparently had another friend that I do not know and have not met 
that was discipling him on his faith journey. Here's what my friend writes to me. Arthur and Jason, I just want both of you to know that you have been inspiring to me to find my way back to where I needed to be for years in my efforts to live a more Christian life. I have always professed to myself and sometimes to others that I am a Christian. And yet when I sat back and finally took some quiet time, I realized that I was not as dedicated and true to God as I should be. I have never lost faith, but I really have not always walked the talk, so to speak. Both of you have been an inspiration to me with your post on Facebook and how I can see you have increased your faith as well. Seeing the post each day keeps me centered. And while I have a long way to go, I am thoroughly enjoying the journey. I'm a long-winded guy, as both of you probably realized if you follow me on Facebook. So I'll be short on this one. I just want both of you to know that you have played a big part in hitting me back in the right direction. And Arthur, I have followed your advice and reading hints. And I am nightly reading some of the Old Testament and now some of the New I started with Matthew, and I'm really getting a lot out of it, and am for the first time enjoying reading the text. Except for newspaper and sports articles, I never have enjoyed reading, and now I thoroughly enjoy reading God's Word. Thank you guys again for influencing me, and have a great night. Love both of you guys. And here's one more text I got from my same friend a little bit later. I'm looking forward to learning more. As I read each chapter and verse, things are coming back to me that I learned in childhood, teenage years, and as a young adult. However, I have been less attentive over my adult life, thinking I was a Christian just because I was a believer. And I'm finding out I was wrong all these years. I did not walk the talk many times. And it was a low priority, I guess, on my list. Social life, having a good time, creating stability and wealth for my family was more my goal. And now I see that I was wrong. Following his word, going to church, and abiding by his commandments should be my everyday work. And witnessing to others, as you have done with me, to reignite that faith that I have let wander to the wayside. I feel like a new man with new ambitions and motives to change the way I live, and to witness to others. Yes, I'm still having down days, but I'm better equipped to handle them with God's help. I've always known one thing without a doubt. I am smart enough and I have enough faith to know that our time on this earth is what I call a test drive. Like picking out a new car. You test drive a potential car you have for only a short period that you're going to live with for years. The same thing occurs in life. You may live to be 100 years old, but I'll look at it as a short test drive as far as looking towards eternity with God that he has promised us if we believe in his Son and our Savior. Thanks again, Arthur. Well, as you can see, God's Word is definitely bearing fruit there. All glory and thanks be to God. I've got one more story I'd like to share with you that is a great example of when God's word goes out, it does not return empty. 
Almost two years ago, one of my high school friends reached out to a group of us guys to let us know that one of our friends had been diagnosed with frontal lobe dementia. Some of you may be familiar with this horrible disease from which there is no return. There are about 12 guys in our support group, and our common bond in high school was sports, primarily football. For the past almost two years, we have stayed in touch with our friend via personal visits, as well as taking him out to dinner on many, many occasions. We have watched his disease progress. It has not been lost on our group what a wonderful ministry we have been to our friend as well as his wife throughout this ordeal. Our group also recognizes that this event brought all of us closer together again. Our support group has a text thread that keeps us updated on our friend's condition as well as allowing all of us to reconnect. Last Wednesday, I decided to share my Bible study podcast with our group. Here is how I prefaced the link to my podcast. Hey guys, during these times of social distancing, I really miss my church family. When all of this came down, I was leading a Wednesday evening Bible study at our church. Since then, I have been recording short Bible study podcasts to share with our congregation, and I wanted to share this with you guys as well. Peace be with you in these tough times. I received this following reply from one of my friends in the group last Thursday morning. I'm going to read it to you. And I believe you will see why it's another example of when God's word goes out, it does not return empty. Arthur, I listened to your podcast tonight. I enjoyed listening to the six items on the report card. On item number four, works and plays well with others, and the related scripture, Romans 12, 5 through 13, reminded me of what gifts you have, serving others, teaching others, and encouraging others. Unfortunately, most of my adult life, I was a Christian in name only. It was not until 15 years ago when my wife was diagnosed with cancer that I really become a Christian. I am still trying to catch up on my knowledge of the Bible. I am a work in progress, so I appreciate any opportunity for new ways to learn God's Word. I would like to continue with your Bible study. I have learned a lot, but I am still such a novice. When this COVID virus is over, I would love to attend one of your Bible studies in person. I would love for you to meet my son. He is a major in the Army. Four years ago, when he returned from Afghanistan, he decided to enroll in the seminary. In one month, he will graduate. Thanks again for inviting me to this study. And allow me now to share my response with my friend. I said, wow, you just made my day. We are all certainly works in progress. I have a website I would like to suggest to you that is nothing short of miraculous in the way they introduce you to the Bible and its richness. We tend to interpret the Bible with 21st century knowledge, but when you think about it, the Bible was not written to us, but it certainly was written for us. The people the Bible was written to lived 2,000 to 3,000 years ago. The folks at Bible Project helped put out stories and helped put the Bible stories in historical and cultural context. 
They have short videos that are wonderful for any age or regardless where you are on your faith journey. Our pastor has been an ordained minister for 35 years, and he said he has learned very much from watching the videos. So much of what is called Bible commentary today is loaded with political bias, but these guys are not. It is truly their love of Jesus that has driven them to do what they do. Since last Thursday, my friend and I have continued having faith-based discussions via text. This is nothing short of miraculous and proves that God's Word can change high school boys' topics of conversation from sports and girls to faith discussions. Thanks be to God. I would invite you all to please share this podcast with family, friends, and associates because, as evidenced here, you never know how God's turn, God's word will return, but we are promised it will never be empty. I'll leave you with this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.